and welcome to Scratch. I'm Kyle Evans from Echo Bloom. Every two weeks on Scratch, we document the birth of a new Echo Bloom song, each of which was written in an hour. I call them hour songs. Think of it like a guided tour through a musician's audio sketchbook. It's messy, it's raw, some things work and some things don't. Episode 44, Spoiled. We start here where Spoiled ended up, a blur of quantized punk drums, grinding electric guitars, and swaggering verses. With some songs, their final form is something that's discovered through a lot of trial and error, but with others, the form and style is apparent right at the beginning. This is the latter. Here's where I started, late at night, on an acoustic guitar. The intervals in the song sounded spiky and dissonant, and the strumming pattern was all eighth note downstrokes. It reminded me a lot about the things I love with punk bands like No Effects and the Ramones. I got an electric guitar and a microphone and improvised for about 10 minutes on this theme, which sounded like this. You'll hear at the end of that how the sound starts to wobble and get all weird. That's a result of the process I used to make this, which I call subconscious assembly, which I talked about more in episode 41 for Inhalant. As I listened to the original recording, I realized that it was all at about a 10 in intensity. And true power in music, and I guess in art in general, comes not from the level, but from the perception of that level. You perceive a song that's at a 10 the whole time very differently than something that moves from a 6 to a 10. The change is what gives it power. So to sculpt the emotional arc of the song, I took a part out of the improvisation, looped it, and then slowed it down to about 80% of its previous speed, and the weird wobble effect is because of that. That ended up becoming the verse, which meant there was a huge retard, which means a slowing down, between the intro and the main song, which I also thought was kind of cool. For the chorus part of the song, I knew I really wanted to go hard vocally, but to be honest, I didn't really know how, so I went back to some references. A lot of the really 
big vocals that you hear in rock records from the 90s get their depth of sound through multi-tracking. And multi-tracking is recording the same thing multiple times and layering the different tracks together. So here's what the original chorus figure sounded like with just one voice. It sounds pretty good, but if you add two more versions of that, panned right and left, you get this. More depth, right? That's the result of thoughtful multi-tracking. Now I had a good foundation for the song, and it needed some lyrics. Part 2, The Song People talk about living forever as this idyllic, perfect thing. And I grew up listening to religious parables that always ended with some version of, and when you die, you'll go to live with God Almighty and sit at his table forever and ever. And to me, that always seemed terrifying. Living forever? To me, our lives have meaning because they're finite. Assigning someone infinite life is more of a curse than a blessing, and that's what this song is about. A character from the Middle Ages is cursed to live forever and wakes up after a thousand years. Where he once tended to a field of sheep and a lavender garden, now there are the spoils of modern-day living. Concrete, automobiles, and suburban streets. And look, I know, this sounds very ripped from the pages of a middle school diary, but really the music is too. So, it fits. Part 3. For the Nerds. When I recorded this song initially, there was a somewhat subtle change in the bridge that ended up creating a very different feeling in the end version of the song. I'll start with what I thought I wanted the bridge to sound like. What we hear here is a pretty standard construction. A guitar line that is mirrored by a bass line that's in an octave. The bass ends up giving the guitar a little more oomph. But while I attempted to do that, here's what I actually did. You can hear that the bass line is a couple steps higher than what I wanted. Maybe you can't hear it with everything else. Here it is with just the bass and guitar on its own. It sounds super weird. And this was a product solely of me moving really fast while I was recording. I kept hearing it and thinking, that's ah, okay, I'll go back and fix it later. But the more I heard it, the more I thought it was consistent with my vision for the song. It was spikier and more interesting. So I kept it. And as Brian Eno says, honor thy mistake as a hidden intention. Part four, the future. Do I like this song? I really like this song. The only thing I don't like about this song is that I only have one thing in this genre. So maybe I'll take this as the starting point to write a punk rhapsody, like a punk odyssey. Or maybe with some thoughtful production and sequencing, it could stand alongside some of the other pieces from the last year. Regardless, you'll be hearing more of this one in the future.
So here's the final version of Spoiled. If you like what you hear, there are all kinds of ways to support. The best thing you could possibly do for me is to send this to a friend or subscribe to our email list at echobloom.com scratch or give us a five-star review on iTunes or check out Echo Bloom's albums on Spotify or maybe even all of the above. The best thing you could possibly do for you is to write something of your own. Doodle on a cocktail napkin, sing in the shower, just create and enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.